talking tonight with Miss Simone, all the way from Houston. How is the world of Houston right now? Well, we had like two to three weeks worth of rain every day. And oh, wow. It's just hot. It's just hot. So we went from one extreme to the other. I you know, I guess up here in North Texas, it, is, it was kind of like that. There were a period where we did have uh, storms. And yeah, now we're in the hot zone for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. so how do you even feel about that, uh, about the weather here? Well, I moved down from New York. We did that back in 99, was it? It was 99. Yeah. And it was crazy compared to the weather um so i left snow to come to extreme heat and i kind of missed the four seasons a lot um but yeah the other day it was like feels like 112 degrees they said and you walk outside and you can feel it. it's like your skin is melting it's so hot <laughs> I can't deal with it. I just stay in the house. Yeah, the sun goes down. Yeah. I guess I've been here for, well, I, I haven't been here for as long, but I, I guess, I, I don't know. Like, I, I felt, I, I felt used to it, but I, I get because I, I wouldn't want to be, like, out in the sun all day. But uh, I guess if I'm there for just an hour, I don't know, maybe on certain conditions. I, I've been to a cosplay charity event where, we had to be outside and I think the weather was really warm. Yeah. I remember the weather was really warm. We had water bottles and all that. And, you know, I, I guess different situations, different situations. I mean, I'm, I'm at home a majority of the time anyway. So I guess there's not really a point of even having, or even thinking differently or even a little bit, but uh, no, I, I get it. I mean, my family, uh, tells me all the time they don't like texas and they love wisconsin because the weather and all that so we're going to wisconsin a little bit it's you know it's a it's a thing but you have been a cosplayer. i mean how long have you been a cosplayer though you moved here in texas 1999 when did you start dressing up i didn't start cosplaying until i joined um one of the, uh, I joined meetup.com to find other people. Right. And from there, I found um, a group called the Houston Harry Potter Meetup Group. So from there, once I started hanging with them and we started going to cons, then I started dressing up first as Harry Potter characters. And then I started migrating into Marvel characters. I say about from about 2010, uh, 2000, no, was, that was a con we went to, uh, Harry Potter con. So I would say about 2007, 2008, I started. Well, I mean, that's still like having quite a big history with uh, cons and just the cosplay scene in itself, because there are new cosplayers every day, like every year. There are cosplayers that just happened in the middle of the pandemic I interviewed who've never been to, well, at the time, they never been to a con, but now they have. So for you to even have that experience and have that history to see how cons have changed 
from 2000 yes. yeah 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 it it's just different cons and then uh my first international con um was 2018 when i went to halcon in uh halifax right so that was that was kind of cool doing that what was your first convention experience like uh it was fun it was it was different um hmm. Well, I kind of dressed up for Halloween. So yeah. that was, you know, all the cosplayers started Halloween. And then once you found out that there's a world where you can dress up outside of Halloween was just amazing. So once we uh, went to this con, it was seeing other cosplayers, seeing other people, um, different sizes, different colors, different, it just, it was just, so amazing and it was so fun and it, it was really enjoyable i had such a good time at my very first con and it was Kamapalooza was my con oh right yeah that's based in uh, houston houston uh, yes yeah i have never been to houston sadly i've been to austin a couple times but i've heard about some other conventions that have happened in houston and uh Comic Palooza it seems like a pretty big event uh, for geeks alike, uh, and that's probably changed over the years. Uh, I mean, besides the first con experience, I mean, what was it like for you to get into costume outside of Halloween? Like to be to be in that position where you're working on a costume for however long, I mean, some do weeks, some do months, or some just buy one off of Amazon. And then taking that to a convention where a lot of people are viewing you, seeing you in costume, uh, which I'm sure the climate is was different back then than it is now. Well, um, I first started out with buying, um, and, I, and, and to this day, I still buy, but it, it it's morphed into uh, learning how to build um, with Warbler. Um, I've learned different stages of Warbler to where uh, it's craft foam and uh, buying the costumes. And now I buy them because it's so much easier to buy a costume and use that as a template and take it apart and then stitch it back together um, you know, you cut it up and put it back together to where it fits me directly. So even if it doesn't fit, I just needed that as a template. So it's so much easier than trying to create a template when you can just buy one and take it and build from there. And that's why I continue to, to buy. I find that so much easier, buying, taking apart and rebuilding. Well, I mean, everyone has their ways of making one. I mean, there's the whole thing called closet cosplay where people don't even pull buy. Out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you just pull things out of your closet. Um, one of my friends uh, did a, co a, a comic and I had this dress and I was like, oh, that's a closet cosplay. And I just created that cosplay from his comic. And he was like, wow, that was fast. So <laughs> it, it was, it was, it was really nice. Closet cosplay is fun when you just want to do a, a quick photo shoot. And 
you can find accessories like I go all the way back. I have my grandmother's stuff. So some of her stuff is really used now in some cosplays where people are going out buying these things where wow. I actually have them in the closet. So it's pretty. I mean, how does how is that even like, uh, I mean, when you even mentioning like getting things as far as to like make your cosplay, I mean, still involving like you using or at least uh going into family members stuff like how, how does your family like even see you as a cosplayer like it, does your family know about like the geek scene and the, all that yes they know about it they love it they i show them what i'm creating um i even pulled my husband into it um at one point so he'll cosplay with me he's only done a couple of characters uh, one of my grandchildren has cosplayed with me when I went and did a couple of photo shoots. Um, so they they like it. And then I use them to experiment on with makeup. Um, like if I get a, a uh, just to learn how to do makeup, I use the grandkids to <laughs> practice. I'm like, that's what they're good for. <laughs> I still use them. But they they enjoy it. Okay. They, enjoy they don't go like, Grandma, what are you doing to my face? <laughs> What's this red on my forehead? Am I going to be okay? They're no, not I, horror, I, right? I, I take their pictures. Yeah. Oh, I've done horror on them. Oh, um, no. Whoa. For Halloween. Oh, they were all different versions of it. They okay. they love it. They, they, they love horror. They love horror. I feel like little kids nowadays they are more and more love horror, and because I actually it was Fan Expo where I ran into like a an it cosplayer who was I think eight years old. <laughs> I was and that that was still something that really got to me is like wow kids parents let their kids watch R rated stuff but. Oh no, they don't watch it. Okay. They just know that oh, that's okay. that's a scary clown. They've never they never watched it. They just know it's a scary clown and that they know how to be scary. So they, they Okay. All right. Yeah. Watch that. Well that's interesting though to dress up as a costume. Do you think years later they're gonna find out about it and and because you you never know, like they'll get into it as little kids, but I mean, hey, you're children grandchildren they age and then like they start to look back at things that, that ha happened when they were kids i mean that would be a really cool thing or maybe well i i don't know i just see her looking at that as like oh dear what we're 20 year old them are gonna look at it. it's like i was i was pennywise what was like grandma well, doing? yeah yeah and that and, and the one that went with me for halloween um, I dressed him up. Uh, I was a gangster clown and he was Pennywise and that was his first photo shoot. And then he was Pugsley Adams when we did the uh, Black Family Adams version. So he's, he's done <laughs> with photo shoots. So he, he'll go back and he'll look on it. And he, he's like, I did photo shoots with grandma and the others didn't. So he, that's his bragging right. 
No, I mean, really, honestly, that would mean that he he just has the coolest grandma because grandmas were. I mean, this is probably a stereotype for grandmas back in the day. But when people think about grandmas, they think about like, oh, come get your cookies, uh, give you lots of love. <laughs> Uh, let grandma tell you about old stories about your mom and what they <laughs> <laughs> um no cookies oh, every once in a while I'll get a cookie but I'm, I'm a strict grandma okay. so they don't get a lot of treats but they do get a lot of stories about their mom yeah. and you know back in the day this is what we did so they get a lot of that <laughs> well uh, well, uh, you haven't done any spankings yet, or for your little kids. Uh, you're talking to a black grandmother, of course. I. <laughs> <laughs> I <have laughs> the requirement. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, when they you dress, I mean, when they dress up as killer clowns, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that. When someone, a kid dresses up as an RA character, they're going to do what the RA character does. But I mean, one could only assume when a little kid gets into an adult property, what's going to happen? I mean, I'm not that person who says, like, media influences kids, but I'm just saying, like, having a six-year-old get into GTA, I, I, I wonder what the outcome of that is. Or maybe I shouldn't really figure that out. No, you got gr grandmas keeping them on the right track. Just because yeah. they cosplay, don't mean that they're going to go down that path. Because I can yank them back, make sure they're behaving. So, yes, not worried about that. Well, I, I wasn't even thinking about, like, uh, specifically the kids. I was thinking about, like, any con goers that go. Because, uh, you know, con goers like to nerd out the, uh, when they see a cosplayer. It's like, oh my gosh, it's that character from that thing that, 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 that cosplayer who did that other thing. And uh, that's. And yeah. that happened to my husband. He wasn't even cosplaying. He had on the shirt. Remember Hunger Games? Yeah. Um, uh, God, I forgot the guy's name that fast. Um, well, he had on a shirt. And this girl ran up to him. And she was like, oh, my God, are you? I can't remember his name. Um, oh, he was played by. It was Rue's partner. Oh. Okay. Um, and. He was like, no, my wife just made me put this shirt on. And I'm like, don't say that. Just take a picture with the girl. She was so excited. It's like she left her father and ran. This was when we was at Kamapalooza. And she ran all the way just to catch him. She was out of breath. And she was, her face turned so red. She was just so excited just to be with him. And she was like, can I take a picture with you? He was like, sure. <laughs> He had no idea. That was his first experience of somebody being so excited to take a picture with him. Well, no, that's still awesome. I mean, to at least have, hopefully, the. I mean, having the, the positive uh, energy at cons. I mean, that that's what, I mean, everybody, or, or I mean, people who love going to cons, that's what, I mean, some, that, that's a... Uh, that's always a special thing. I mean, even for me, I I pick, uh, I choose seeing friends over special guests or specific activities because, uh, you know, I, I think there is something beautiful about going to con and seeing other people who enjoy the things you do and it kind of evolving from there, like going even beyond that. 
which I mean, I'm sure that happened to you because I already interviewed one of your friends. Actually, I, when I posted like a comment I got was, oh my gosh, I love Simone. And that was from uh, Mopetite. Yeah, Mopetite. <laughs> yes, yes. We try and uh, uh, uplift each other. It, it's what you have to do um, in the, the cosplay community, especially if you're a woman of color, yeah. um, because you'll have a lot of people telling you that you shouldn't cosplay that or that character wasn't that. I'm like, it's a cartoon. Character that's not even real. It's a cartoon. So why can't I cosplay this person? So did we, we definitely uplift each other. She's amazing. I love her. Oh, no, she is. Actually, the thing that got to me more was, I mean, and that that's something that I've, I've I mean, I've had stories from all uh, Black cosplayers I, I've talked to, uh, but to additionally bring up in Houston about the uh, photographers uh, where most white and uh, like light-skinned Latinx cosplayers would just skip over uh, black cosplayers in photo shoots. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's interesting as I I uh, spoke to a, another black creative about it. Uh, actually, uh, I talked to him uh, recently. I'll give his name in a second, but I, he brought up that just as a hypothesis that uh, not even to even excuse any of it, but the reason these photographers do that, well, this is like their paying gig. And to them, they just feel like, you know, white cells. If I have white uh, costly photographers and, you know, I, I could pay the bills more and uh, yeah. a, cosplayer colors a wild card i mean all that is dumb i i don't even necessarily even agree with that because i mean there's popular culture uh with black leads he's even as uh recently uh well, i mean you could even look at marvel for example with black panther and uh captain america the new captain america which is now going to be a movie i i don't believe in that you can't sell yourself as a photographer with uh black and brown cosplayers but yeah that seems to be where it's at because that is an issue over here in north texas a lot of the photos i see are mainly with white cosplayers i do not i don't really see many black cosplayers being photographed and i was just at a convention in uh the plato center it wasn't even like like i'll I'll say this is that i unfortunately missed out on dreamhack which was a convention in arlington that was very black positive having like special guests uh black cosplayers and even like uh sponsors actually it is run by black men and women i did uh, I did actually uh, run into a Black-owned business at Retro Expo who knew the people who ran DreamCon. And so I didn't go to the... I, I mean, I unfortunately lucked out of there because right now I live far away from that. And uh, also tickets were limited, which was good. I mean, they were being safe about it because, again, we don't know where COVID is at right now. Right. 
and even on that point, most of the cosplayers I've seen were not wearing any masks, or most of the people I was seeing were not wearing ma any masks. It was a very maskless event, and it did even get crowded in a few places. I don't know if that is something to worry about, but I will say I did see plenty of black and brown attendees at the con and and then that, even going back to uh the black owned business that i will be interviewing later uh todd's toys that really just enlightened the thought that well not enlightened but it, just, it brought up the thought that yeah there are a lot more black nerds at cons than what you yeah. see at these photo shoots uh but Hope, some yeah. some go and some are afraid to um, cosplay, and I don't want to say once they get big they forget where they came from, but I, I guess they're trying to make it into a business. This is for me is just fun. I don't want yeah. it to turn into a business to where, um, you know, if they if somebody asks me to go um, and be a guest, that's great but I'm not going to um, quit my job and turn this uh, into a business. I, I just want to continue to have fun with it. I enjoy dressing up for the children. Um, I belong to several different groups and uh, one of them is the Cosplay Alliance. We go out and we do charity work for kids. So as long as I continue to have fun, I'm going to continue to cosplay and not forget where I came from. The photographers, for some reason, have a problem with shooting people of color because they say they don't know how. And to me, that's like a hairdresser. You should know how to do everybody's hair. A black hairdresser knows how to do a white person's hair. So why doesn't a white person know how to do a black person's hair? And that's a problem that we have in the industry, whether it's a cosplayer, or whether it's an actress or an actor. When it comes to makeup, when it comes to hair, uh, whites really don't know how to do black people's hair, makeup, photo shoots. It's, uh, I'm, I'm not understanding how or why, but we just need to continue to educate and, and just uplift if we, you don't want to shoot me, that's fine. I'll find me a black female photographer is my greatest joy. It's a black photographer is fine, but black female photographer is what I go and I look for. Yeah. And even to the white cosplayer or the white photographers who do, because I mean, I, I, I do know white photographers who do a lot of photo shoots with uh, people of color. I mean, Firebird Images, for example, uh, he, he's done a lot of shoots with uh a clown cosplay who uh, dresses up as Wonder Woman and, and other, I mean, other pop culture characters. Uh, and so, I, I mean, I, I just, I guess when I even think about, I think about the photographers who don't, I mean, the, the ones who really, uh, I, I guess have this mindset that it's got to happen this one way or they're not going to be able to make, and I, I think photographer, talented photographers who spend a lot of work on this. I mean, they should make a living off of it, but I just don't subscribe to, you can't do it with 
I mean, you you can have it done with black costlers. I I don't think that is true, uh, and especially even with Dreamkind, there are a lot of talented black costlers who even at, if having a big following is a big worry for a a, a white photographer or whatever photographer. There are black female cosplayers all who are at DreamCon with, with huge following. I mean, I know some who do, and I, I, I don't. Like, even any sort of exclamation or, ex, ex, or explaining as to why this is, I still feel like there is one big hole that is not filled. Uh, which I guess that also brings to something that you wanted to bring up uh, before we started this. And I mean, yeah, the, I I do this because I love you all and I, I want you all to be able to talk about anything that you like, whether it be the good or the bad. Uh, and you wanted to address uh, full-figured cosplay and over 50. Yeah, um, I fall into both of those categories. Um 57 and I'm full figure and there are some cosplays that I do um, compared to another person who is slender uh, the photographers might not want to shoot me um, because in their eyes it's not adequate um, or I don't fit that cosplay in in their mind but again, I continue to cosplay. I'm not going to let my size, and, and there are women who are bigger than me who don't even care, and they're out there, and I support them. Whatever they do, um, I follow them. I'm on their page. I make sure I give them love. Before, it used to bother me, but now, it's like the older that I got, once I started doing this when I was like in my 40s, it was Kind of bothering me to what people were saying but now i don't i don't care i i do whatever whatever i want to do i normally stick to the cosplays that are mean i really don't do cutesy um i stick to ones that are just badass can kick you kill you type of <laughs> cosplays yeah. The mean well, one. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, you know, there's actually a convention here and, uh, oh, I think it was Addison. And it's called uh, Alcon. And th th this has been, like, known for North Texas cosplayers as, like, the raunchiest convention. Because there's a night uh, called the Bunny Hunch. And that's where you have a lot of cosplayers... Uh, and of different age groups, too. I mean, there actually are female cosplayers in their 50s who get into a, like, a mashup of a a, a a Disney character out of all people and a Playboy bunny or Hugh Hefner type yeah. character. Yeah. 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 They, they, they do that at, at uh, Dragon Con. Yeah. I, I've, I've seen that. And then they mashed up. The, a bunny character with another character. Well, it happens here. I think actually the same person who ran on that runs this as well. Uh, so it's over here in North Texas and it's 
Uh, I, I've been to one where, I, and again, I'm not the one who dresses up and participates. I, I have friends who do, and I, I just kind of like hung out over there. It's like, oh, okay. A lot of play, and there was even the pizza guy. There was a pizza hut came in, and I was like, "What the heck am I looking at here?" And even a family brought like a little kid, and they didn't know what they were walking into. Like the there is the there is the fun. I mean, as much as people talk about how annoying it is for those who don't understand coming in and trying to like tease or make. I okay, I you know my whole family doesn't get what I do, and that's perfectly fine. Uh. I, honestly, there is a there is a little bit of fun to have someone who knows nothing and does not care does toss them right into it, and that can make for some best geek yes. memories where you can just make a fool out of those who say, "Man, why are you into this thing?" <laughs> Has that even ever happened <laughs> for you? No. <laughs> no. Um. Well, I went to visit my sister in Virginia. My my nephew uh, likes when I cosplay. He loves Maleficent, so yeah. when, I, when I cosplay as Maleficent, he he loves that. That's his favorite of one of my cosplays is Maleficent. Yeah. Well, I mean that's that. I mean that's cool. I, actually, I seen I saw I saw some group photo shoots. Actually, I saw one with you in uh, Ma Petit. Uh, I think it was with uh, Black Fade Day. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And that that was actually a really sweet photo shoot. But also, when, and I did see the one where you were Maleficent. And that was really, I mean, you mentioned cosplay charities. Really, there is something sweet about, I mean, you even mentioned, of, of uh, I mean, the stuff you go through of, you know, what photographers do. But on... Dressing up for charities, there are cosplay communities that uh, that really celebrate and and uh, love cosplayers who are especially middle aged or elderly, if you want to say. And even over here in North Texas, we have members of the local cosplay charities who are around your age and. You know, kids and families, they just really love them. I mean, sometimes cons, there are some cons that are going to be cruel about things because they're, I mean, there are people in every community, there's, they're going to be jokes, but in charities, they do are more pleasant and they are kind of more, uh, I don't know how you say laid back, but more uh, uh, family. There is something good to be in a place that is family friendly because you don't have to deal with that, or at least not as much. Yeah, uh, I mean, the Disney characters that I do, most of my characters are, I, I, I guess they're family friendly. Yeah. Um, but there are some that are for the children that are younger, and then there's some that are for the uh, older that are able to watch the movies. Yeah. Uh, minds that i know that the kids all love um it took a very long time about eight months um that i did with uh two other cosplayers um and it was our dora milaje cosplay that took <laughs> an extenuating <laughs> eight months um but after 
it was all said and done. We got to meet Ruth Carter. She really enjoyed our costumes, the details that we did to, to those costumes. Um, and then from there, I, I had the courage to do um, a, a different cosplay because like I was, I was kind of afraid to do complicated cosplays. But once I did the, the Dora Milaje, um, then I went out and did the cha-cha uh, from the Umbrella Academy. So that one was um, pretty good. And I'm working, as you can see, my it's still sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> the armorer. <laughs> like I, I, I've been trying to work on that since I don't, know, I don't know the last time the movie came out. I've been working on that. That slowly but surely it's getting worked on. But uh, working on, um, and it's right here, my uh, Caradoon. Um, that one hopefully will be done by, if not the end of this month, the middle of next month. So that one is almost finished. I like that you have Baby Yoda just staring at you from up above. <laughs> it's like, what's your next cosplay? Made that for me. <laughs> I want to know. This. I was like, my Baby Yoda is like knitted. One of my girlfriends made this. It's just like so amazing. I'm like, I need one. Please make one for me. It is so cute. I love it. So. So uh, when's your Mandalorian cosplay? Uh, the Cara Dune. I have two. The armor yeah. and my Cara Dune, which is being worked on. Let me just show you right here. My Cara Dune. Yeah. <laughs> working on that very slowly. And hopefully okay. that'll be done. Um, I had the gun 3D printed and I've glued it and put the tape on it to hope it to hold so then i'll finish painting so that one it should be done oh this is just fun to start cosplaying and and i have such a long list and i try just like please stop adding to this list every time i watch a tv show yeah. so I'm, I'm adding to my list and who knows when i'll get to the next cosplay well, I mean, the Mandalorians yeah. is going to be finished. I have to finish that one after this right. Dune armor has to get finished, and then I'll look at my list and see which one I can grab onto. Yeah, well, I mean, they I, I don't think Mandalorian's next, I think it's the was it the Boba Fett Book of Boba Fett? Is that the next Star Wars? Yeah, Book of Boba Fett. They have like a, a Boba Fett spinoff, uh, this, yeah, yeah, so yeah. hopefully that. I'll have the armor yeah. finished before that comes out. Yeah. <laughs> Over slowed everything down. So that should help me finish that. Well, I mean, it's, I mean, you say about uh, conventions coming back, and I'm back and forth because I, I, I just attended one. So I've had some experience of like how these cons are going. Again, this was a really small convention. So this is not me confirming what fan expo is going to be like in september which is much bigger con uh definitely mm -hmm. but that's what i plan to be at but i mean cons are back and covid yeah. is either going away or getting worse 
we don't know. Right. I mean, yeah, no, it? no yeah. cons for me. No, okay. No cons for me this year, and I am praying um, because I'm. As soon as I finish this one, um, my uh, Wakanda storm is being worked on, and I I want to have that finished for Dragon Con because that's the next con that I want to go to when I think everything is going to be okay is hopefully Dragon Con in Atlanta. Well, that's the thing is I I don't know cuz that that's the th- everybody keeps saying all the people who are like all the cases it's just because those people are not vaccinated, which I mean there there could be truth to that and if you are vaccinated you don't even have to worry about it anyway. Uh, and then there's another group saying, no, you do have to worry about it. Stop, get get double, get a booster, get triple mass on, don't party like crazy. I don't know. So for all we know, things are, I mean, Dragon Con is happening this year. Uh, and yeah, hopefully it'll be next year. So, I mean, if you're not going to cons, by the way, like, what would be the occasion to make all the this work uh or, or uh like like yeah for for the next time the cons are ready or yeah. even photo shoots um right. because the charity work that we do i can still yeah. wear those costumes so it's not like you know it's not happening we're still able to do photo shoots we put our mask on and when you're taking your shoot you're doing your shoot you take your mask off and then you know, we still social distance. Um, the majority of the people that I photo shoot with and, and the groups that are in are fully vaccinated. So we don't have a problem getting together. Uh, my son has a heart, con- uh, my son, my grandson has a heart condition. So I have to make sure when I go out that one, the photographer is vaccinated to whoever's going is vaccinated. If you're not vaccinated, I need you to put a mask on. Um, you know, I, I don't, we don't need to hug. We, uh, hey, I see you. Great to see you. Stand six feet away from me. What if it's Ma Petite? If Ma Petite was right there, would you hug her? She's fully vaccinated. Okay. We're good. Okay. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. she's fully yeah. We're good. Well, Ness, I, I, yeah, I enjoy talking to you, and I, I think, you know, it's, it's with every person. There's uh, almost like a huge puzzle. Uh, of what really is going on in life uh, through other perspectives. And I, uh, you know, all the people in Houston that I've talked to so far, all the, the women of color, I, I, it's brought me to something that, I mean, things that I really want to do what I can to uh, help change and make cosplay seem even more welcoming to all of you uh so oh if, if there was something like DreamCon that can exist up here in north texas then i'd i, I can bet i don't know but i'm always hoping for the best uh miss where do people follow you on social media um my cosplay name is manageable me cosplay that is on facebook and instagram and my Twitter is HP Fanatics. Okay. 
this will be on Pondsfest. I mean, it's streaming right now on Pondsfest, twitch.tv slash Pondsfest. There are other wonderful uh, men and women of color who get streamed on here, as well as other things that happen. I mean, currently, for the gaming geeks like me, because that... I mean, I, I'm also a gaming nerd, so... Hey, if you want to shame me, all the people who play the video games. No, I, 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 no, I, no you're probably not that. Um, My daughter made me get Twitch. And okay. I don't know. She's like, you can get on there. And, and I'm like, nobody wants to watch me make my costumes. I'm like, Bold she's crime. like, no, people want to watch you. Do you... Do you know how many black women on Twitch are making money off of just being cool uh, and just ha- having a great time? Well, I mean, you know, if you're networking with people in the cosplay scene, there are cosplayers who just stream on Twitch. And you don't even have to look at Twitch as a place for video games and game streams. Actually, often one of the most popular categories is just chatting which is just you talking to uh, people. I mean, same as you do to Facebook Live, Instagram Live, all that. Uh, and there's even a section for cosplay crafting and uh, everything. Like, you don't need... I, I get Twitch. Twitch was built thanks to gaming. Gaming is what put Twitch in the place where it is right now. But it's but it not... morphed ex- into something... Yeah. I mean, if there are cam girls on Twitch, then <laughs> oh well, it's mad to put me cosplay on Twitch as well. But made me get on there, and and um, uh, yeah. one day I will go live and work on a cosplay live one day. That one day should be soon. Yeah, then people could donate money to you, and then you could be like, "Oh my gosh, I can work on this cosplay." I don't know. Oh, I'm I'm also on TikTok. I joined that to because you, you know you, once you were stuck in the house. Okay, hold all right, hold on. <laughs> so I don't know about Twitch, but I joined TikTok. Do you know how weird that sounds? <laughs> Do you know where the source of like uh, this character is not black? Can't, TikTok is so much fun. It, it um, is. It is. But it's, it's... but but I mean, <laughs> it's full of buttheads, and and TikTok is not very. Not, although then again, it also kickstarted a few career. I, I mean, it's it's a love hate thing. But Twitch is a platform where you can actually auto auto ban people for saying the or even thinking about saying the n word. And have a safe community. Meanwhile, TikTok will ban you for even saying, "Hey, why is this person saying the N word?" Yeah. So I, I'm not, I'm just saying like TikTok may be fun, but which one's more friendly? I'm gonna be on Twitch's side until the day they do something messed up. But I I don't know. Uh, no, I mean I, I'll I'll look into Twitch more. I didn't realize it can do all of that i have to investigate it and look at it yeah that, uh, i mean you never know you never know uh, besides twitch though this is also on facebook.com instagram and i also release this on uh, audio platforms as well the an audio version of the same recording on uh 
Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, uh, uh, everywhere, like Pandora, all that. And uh, yeah, I also release video clips on TikTok and Insta Reels as well, both under Pondspress. I know right now we have uh, DreamHack, that's what I'm covering, but you know, after that, full force on that. But anyway, uh, I hope you have a great night and I, I will definitely talk to you later. You're a wonderful human being. And uh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks, guys. Yay. Baby Yoda says bye. Bye. I'm Baby Yoda. <laughs> Last Baby Yoda sounds. <laughs> Baby Yoda says bye. <laughs> okay, I'm going to kill myself for doing that. <laughs>